Welcome everyone to Coaching This Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about the evolution of our mind. And you might think, well, what is my mind doing necessarily? Well, it's going to be changing every day. And sometimes it changes more than others. So we're going to be talking about why your mind changes and how it does that. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share this video and our audio to help build a like-minded community of people trying to get into a more positive state of mind. Now, getting into the evolution of the mindset, we're going to use me as an example, and I'm going to lay it out how my mindset has been shifting over the years. And the first mindset shift was going to be primarily in high school. Now, there was mindset shifts that happened when I was in elementary school, but there was nothing profound. It was more so emotions rather than a idea of changing my mind or my way of thinking to something more deeper in the sense of who will I become later on in life. So before we get into all of that, I want to show you the recent blog that we're going to be talking about today so we can get a good premise of what the evolution of the mind is and then so I can dive into how my mind changed and then you can kind of breadcrumb how your mindset has changed over the years. So let's take a look at that blog really quickly. So if you're new to the channel, head over to RevanConcepts.com and you're going to head over to the resources tab, then it go over to blogs. And then our blog today is going to be evolution of mindset. Now, when we're talking about the evolution of mindset, we're going to be thinking about how our mind is on a journey and it's going to maybe go down one path and then it's going to shift. So it's going to be something that we have to understand that it's not so much of a destination of getting to a mindset, is that we're going to evolve as we age or as the days go on, what type of mindset we need today to be strong or to be powerful or to be in a good positive way of thinking and being. There's so much to mindset that is more than just hey, I got a mindset coach, or hey, I listened to coaching a session. Our mind is going to be trying to waver sometimes toward the negative, and we have to try to do our best to keep it toward the positive. So the evolution of the mindset is going to be breaking down that journey, that way of thinking. But today, I'm going to explain what my mindset journey was, my evolution of my mindset, and then you can just compare it with yours. So when we have the evolution of the mind, as I was saying earlier, I had my first mindset shift was going to be around high school time. I was probably the age of 15 when I had my most noticeable one. Now, of course, before that, even then in eighth grade, I'm thinking about, okay, this is who I'm going to be. And then I tried my best to be that person. But That was going to be just following along with what my parents were saying. Do this, do that. So I'm following in their steps, their their teachings. I wasn't so much thinking about what I wanted quite yet. Yes, it was a factor, but it was still a whisper per, per se when my parents were saying, you have to do this, you have to do that. Because what society was telling me at the time was you had to get good grades You had to find a career that was going to make good money and then 
you maybe could be happy in the middle. Happiness wasn't part of the plan. It wasn't part of the mindset. It was about how much money can you make and how long is that going to take. So naturally, when you're a teenager, you go through puberty and you go through all of these changes in your mind where you are highly emotional. So your emotions are just going crazy and we have a sense of, well, we have an abundance of knowledge already from all the years we've been alive, which hasn't been many. And then we form an ego. And that ego is going to be one of our strongest mindsets that we do have to get control of. So typically what happens in high school is that that ego forms for like your protection per se. It is going to be your safety net. It's going to be like your comfort zone, your bubble. And it can be many different things. It can be positive. It can be negative. It can be neutral. But what that ego is, is going to personify your way of thinking. So if you're hanging around with the popular kids, now your mindset is going to be thinking along with what do the popular kids do? Typically, popular kids are going to be following what society says. So I'm going along with what society is telling me. I'm listening to popular music. I'm wearing popular clothes. I'm having popular conversations. What is the latest and greatest news? And I remember going home and I was watching BET with 106 and Park, AJ and Free. I'm probably dating myself now, but that is what I was watching growing up. And then, of course, I was watching Dragon Ball Z because I was a kid. And that was my upbringing where I balanced what I enjoyed, my fun, my play, my characters, my cartoons with real life things, with music and drama and news. And I'm just filling my brain with all of this content to stay relevant. Because at that time when that ego was formed, I wanted nothing more than be accepted from my family, from my peers, from my teachers. I wanted to be accepted. And that ego of acceptance was the chains that shackled my mind. And I knew once I was going into a different way of thinking as I grew up, I had to get rid of that way of thinking because that way of thinking wasn't helpful for me. Yes, I could have kept that way of thinking. I could have been a people pleaser. I could have been making sure I always did the right thing, that my parents were proud of me, that the teachers always loved me, that my friends always wanted to be around me. I could have been that person. I could have stayed that person. But what I saw from the people who stayed that person with that ego was eventually they became outdated. They became obsolete. They were forgotten. So I wanted to change my mindset into something more. I wanted to be more. I wanted to create a legacy. So I started to change my mindset. And it's so funny. I talk about this sometimes where in my senior yearbook, when they do a little blurb about who you are, I got most changed from when I was a freshman to when I was a senior. And it's not so much appearance, even though I looked pretty different. It was more about the mindset. If you talk to freshman Michael compared to senior Michael, it was going to be night and day. Freshman Michael was going to be 
more focused on, okay, I'm not going to do anything bad and I'm just going to tiptoe, try not to make too loud of a noise, get through high school unscathed, but then something happened. I'm seeing everything, want to get girlfriends. That Michael wasn't helpful. I needed a different Michael. And so I started to think, well, what can I do? So I changed my personality to be more approachable. I made it myself more in line to what people wanted. So then when I was a senior, everyone wanted me. Everyone wanted to be me per se in the sense of not saying that they wanted my life, but I was someone that they can say, this is not a bad guy. And it's not to say that I was all that in a bag of potato chips, but when people talked about me or people saw me, they knew who I was. Granted, I went to a small Catholic high school, so everyone kind of knew each other, but it was going to be different because even if I went to a different school, people recognized me. It was kind of like when people saw me, they said, hey, he's, he's cool. He's not bad. So I had many friends and I prided myself having so many friends. And I remember when MySpace was a thing, I had MySpace friends and I would just make sure I friended everyone. Now, it didn't matter if I talked to them or not. I just wanted to have an abundance of friends. And then at some point after high school, my college career, I said, these friends are not helpful to me. I wanted to change. And that was after a small trauma of high school. And I said, I, I need to make a change in my life. So then I started to study Zen Buddhism. I read a bunch of Zen stories. I didn't read much personal development at, quite at that time. But those Zen stories were basically life lessons or wisdom lessons that I was going after. So I learned about all of these different types of lessons from them and all of these deep, profound teachings. And then I allowed my mind to kind of move in that direction. So after my mind was in that direction, I naturally thought, well, this is the place to be, right? I'm thinking more clearly. I'm more profound. I'm not looking for peer acceptance. I got rid of most of my friends. So I was just thinking I only have a small group of people that I can worry about that I can care for. It's not so much of being someone who wants everyone to like him. So that was changing. And though that ego was kind of crushed because I didn't need him anymore because now I'm in college and I don't necessarily have that same type of grouping that we did in high school. Now it's still there. You hang out with a certain crowd of people. For me in high school, I hanged out with every group. Compared to in college, I hanged around more artsy people. So music people, theater people, those were the people I typically hanged out with. And not saying that I couldn't hang out with other people, that was just what I gravitated toward in college. And then to fast forward a bit, after working some time in finance, realizing that I can't do this for the rest of my life, I had to make a difference. Even though I had a strong mindset, even though I was on the right path, it wasn't the path for me. Happiness wasn't there. 
So then I started to ask, am I happy? What is going to make me happy? And then so I became a teacher. I started that path and I enjoyed it quite, quite much. To this day, I can go back and be a teacher and enjoy it. But the problem with me going back and being a teacher is that I'm not going to be able to fulfill my mission the way I would like to fulfill it. Yes, I can make an impact being a teacher. Yes, I can maybe still do the podcast, maybe still do the coaching calls. But teaching is so much more work than just your typical school day. Because after school, you have to do teacher meetings, maybe your conferences, grades, all of these different things that don't happen during the school day. So yes, I do get some time for myself, but instead of me using my eight hours of work per day in the school, I can be more profound in the sense of I'm going to put eight hours of work in the world. Because the school is one aspect, but the world is even bigger than just that one school that one district. So I want it to be something more than just that one classroom, that one school, that one district. And then that's when I said, I have to make a change. And what change would that be? So I said, I would like to maybe become my own boss, maybe decide that I can start a business, but I didn't really have much knowledge on how to start a business and what to do. I was just so focused on, well, where can I find happiness? Where can I find freedom? You might have heard financial freedom before. I wanted that. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be successful. I wanted all those good things in life. But the mindset of what I was thinking or what I was going for wasn't correct. I was trying to still do what I was doing in high school, make everyone proud of me, And maybe I'm always going to think that way. But now it's not as loud. It's more of a whisper nowadays. Because what I'm trying to do is fulfill my goals. So that's where my mindset is today. I gave myself hefty, hefty goals that may or may not be able to be accomplished in this life. But I am going to keep pushing like I can accomplish it. Like I'm going to make it to the finish line. And even if I stop short, or my life ends before I'm able to accomplish it, I'm putting enough out into the universe where no matter what, as time goes on, as time will go on, my goal will be completed in time. So I'm setting myself up for victory regardless of today. But I would like to see that goal come to reality in my lifetime. So It is possible, but I'm going to have to show up every single day. So my mindset nowadays is being present in the moment along with showing up in the days and then allowing myself to live how I want to live, but not how society wants me to live. Because yes, I can do exactly what I'm supposed to do and I'm supposed to have a Facebook account or social media. I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do that. I'm supposed to have these conversations. Sometimes when you do that, you begin to limit yourself. And the last thing we need is to have limits in our life because we get enough of those in the school growing up. Those limiting beliefs, I aim to break them. That is the whole premise of the company. 
Reverend Concepts, turning never around. We are given limiting beliefs every single day almost. And whether those be subconsciously or consciously, we have to understand that we determine our future. So what type of mindset is that we determine our future? Is that the ultimate mindset? Well, this is my mindset today. But I know when I'm older, when I'm in my 40s, I'm in my 30s now. When I'm in my 40s, my mindset is going to shift again. And that is because wisdom has finally permeated and has helped nourish my mind even further. 50, the same thing, 60, the same thing. As I age, the wisdom and the knowledge that I gain helps me understand and see more clearly of things that are more profound than my being. Because in coaching and session, guess what we're doing? We're talking to other coaches. We're talking to other people who have some type of mindset that is going to be helpful to learn about. So I bring people on to talk about what their journey was, how their mindset is, and they always have a little nugget. Everyone has a wealth to give the world. And if you can find enough of them, then you can be successful. Then you can be wealthy in the sense of intrinsic wisdom. Because many people think money, dollar bills, are going to be the reason why you become successful. And that is so far from the truth. Money is not going to make you happy. Money might help with your situation and might help give you the lifestyle that you want. But money won't make you happy. And I learned that at an early age, which I'm fortunate. I thought money would make me happy. And then when I finally had a bunch of money in the bank, I would look at it and then I would look at how I felt and I felt empty. And I remember, I think I was 18 or 19, I had went to the mall and I went to have some retail therapy. And after I spent like $400 on clothes, I said, oh, I feel a little bit better. But then it happened again the next month. What am I going to do? Buy $400 more of clothes? And me, I I don't really wear clothes like that. I have my set amount of clothes for two weeks, and then that's it. I have a washer and a dryer, and that's what I did. I didn't need clothes for 365 days. I didn't need clothes to match every outfit, and I didn't need clothes to match every pair of shoes I owned. What I was looking for was to fill a hole that I didn't know how to fill. So I'm buying stuff that I don't need. I'm becoming materialistic. And today, if I lose everything, all my material goods, I can start over. But it took me to be able to relinquish what didn't matter, what truly matters in ourself and our mind. The evolution of the mind is going to change from when we're young. Because when we're young, we might see the world for the things we don't have versus the things we do have. And then at some point, we see the things that we have and we become gracious. We're filled with gratitude and thanks. But how long does that take? How long does that last until we forget again and become so preoccupied with what society and the world is saying? 
Because yes, we can follow my footsteps into getting into a better mindset. You can go study with the monks in the mountains and you can learn about their mindset and their journey and mimic them. But what I can tell you is that the mindset that you have right now is going to lead you on a unique journey that only you can go on. So you're going to have multiple teachers throughout the years. Maybe I can be one of your teachers, one of your mentors, one of the people that you gain information, knowledge, and wisdom from. And you use that to help build up your next thoughts. And those thoughts become your mindset. And then that's going to lead you to the life that you're trying to get to. Because you might have a bunch of negative habits in your mind, but if you don't know how to deal with them, They just stay there as negative habits. And those negative habits act as anchors in your life. So many people have a mind that's weighed down that they can't even budget. And the first thing you have to do is to get rid of those weights, to relinquish them. And what you have to do is relinquish those anchors that were once in the world, but now are in your life. Doing that is going to set you free and help your mindset fly or become the focus of where you would like to be. So looking at the blog just one last time, we can see that getting to a different type of mindset is going to be something that we have to do at some point in our life. Whether you like it or not, you're going to have a mindset shift. And this blog is going to be a great representation of how the mind changes, how your mind will change. Because you might be thinking a certain way right now, but just because you're thinking that way today doesn't mean you're going to think it tomorrow. So yes, your mindset is going to do a constant flux, sometimes for the good, sometimes for the worse. And what Reverend Concepts attempts to do each and every day is to help people to think in a more positive and a better light. And that helps them create and maintain a mindset that is strong and willing to fight for what it knows is the truth, right? And what is that truth, right? That's going to be something internal, your character, your soul, your being, your entirety. And many people choose to ignore that inside, that person on the inside, that thought on the inside that's telling you that things are possible, that growth type of mindset, that's going to be there. And no matter what type of mindset you have, no matter what type of thinking you have, It can be changed, but we also have to understand a good mindset can be changed to a negative one. So we have to remain strong in the fight of what the world is because the world's going to try to break you down every single day. But when it tries to break you down, you have to refuse what is happening and then create something even better. So the world won't break you down because you won't allow the world to break you down. And some days you might need to rest. There's nothing wrong with taking a break. But we have to remember to show up regardless of the challenge, regardless of the struggle, and regardless of what type of mindset is trying to enter our life. We need to understand that we are the creators of our destiny. And the way we do that is by evolving our mind to its highest self and its highest form. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach here in Austin, Texas. If you have any questions, you can email me, coachingacession at gmail.com, and I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching A Session. Until then, everyone, take care.